Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and sitting to the right of me is the fantabulously great Buck Perez. Bye, con Dios, Todd. How are you? It's good to see you today, Buck. Mm-hmm. And uh, sitting uh, on the other side of me is the great, uh, not John Salwin, not no. Oscar Taeda. Nope. But A.J. Gordon. How's it going? That's right. Now, we'll get to you in a minute. All right. All right. Damn it. I'm going to sit here and wait Todd's, patiently. Todd's pointing at him and everything. Stern. I'm going to get to you in a goddamn minute. I, I will right. wait. Over here. Because we have a few fucking announcements for the beginning of this bitch. All right. Are you ready? All right. Uh, by the way, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Far Out Podcast. Uh, first of all, um, thank you. We did a bit asking people to put up comments on iTunes the other day, and that went well, but they disappeared. I have no idea what nice. happened. Hmm. Like, I went on, and they were there, and they were really positive, and everything was cool, and then they were gone. Nice. I was like, oh, well, Okay. Um, so keep them coming. Thank you very much for those. Um, also, we just started a Facebook page. So uh, the only qualifications are that you have a face. Now, see, my problem was I wanted to go the MySpace route, and you wanted to go the Facebook, and we, we had a vigorous debate about it. <laughs> there, were, there were punches thrown? Yes, exactly. It, it was not good, but you kicked my ass. I was going to Friendster you both, <laughs> but I guess I will not update my Zanga let, account. Let's save that for another time. Yeah. But but you're not Asian, right? Wasn't that the thing where Facebook was all Asian people in the beginning? No. No. It was no, like racist. So. Like it was all Asian people were on Facebook or no. on on, on no. Friendster, I mean. Uh, I saw social network and uh not, I don't think one Asian Very was few in, Asians. Yeah, no Asians in that movie. Oh no, that one chick. Yeah. You're right. All right, all right well, Todd, shoot sorry. down my fucking exactly. theories, dude. Sorry. Okay, uh, next, uh, oh, and then, then next on my itinerary, it says, um, introduce AJ. Okay, so, you want to uh, do that now? Yeah. Uh, should we? <laughs> want to debate this one? Okay, so we'd like to introduce everybody to AJ Gordon. Oh, hey. Hey. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you, AJ, for coming down all the way from West Hollywood. Yeah, I appreciate it. Now, AJ, those of you who uh, used to listen to my old show, uh, The Pretty Good Podcast, no, it was a uh, low budget. Uh, those guys used to listen to that. Uh, AJ filled in for me one time when I was in, I think it was in South Carolina. He did a couple shows, and the listeners really liked him. Huh, I'm glad. The listeners liked him. I liked him, too. Uh, and so that was good. It was, uh, it was awesome. So I always, I always thought that you would make more appearances on that show, but that ended up not happening. Well, you did one other thing. It was like some book drive bit, right? Where you guys... Yeah, I've done a couple stuff. Yeah. I... Uh, the hardest thing was for the last year I wasn't living out anywhere by them, so it was hard to get out there. But I don't understand. Do you do like public appearances for Todd too? Yeah. I mean, are you like because uh-huh. you do look exactly alike mm-hmm. and identical? Audio wise, you guys sound. You know, it's like I'm looking. You at hear a, an echo. It's like I'm looking in a mirror, right but audio wise, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? No, no, no. Yeah, it's really crazy. Yeah, I, I am the. Uh, you know how like. Uh, Saddam Hussein would have a guy go out into a crowd that looked like Saddam Hussein. Right. I go out and scope out the audience before Todd walks out. So if somebody wants to shoot, I'm taking the bullet. You're, Todd, you're going, Todd will yeah. hang out in the back. Oh, yeah, uh, some, sometimes when I have to uh, go to church and I don't want to or something, I'll call up AJ and uh-huh. I'll slip him a 20 and he'll, he'll make oh, appearances. Very good, just to put a good face on it. Yeah, yeah sometimes also when um, I'm suffering from a little bit of like erectile dysfunction or something, I have AJ come in and please my woman. <laughs> I just slide right on in. All right, very good. And so uh, AJ did, uh, he, I think it was a conspiracy theory show, which was referenced many times later by the listeners on Low oh, Budget. Wow. So uh, they, they dug that one. So that's why I was like, shit, we need somebody to fill in this week. I was like, oh, AJ's a funny motherfucker. Oh. AJ also, good taste in music. Slightly, yeah. Yeah, no, AJ's like got really good taste in music. AJ, I was talking with AJ one time, and he was like, yeah, so I was at the Dirty Pretty Things concert. And I was like, oh, fuck. 
You're the only other guy I know that likes the Libertines and the Dirty Pretty One things time in, in LA. LA. Yes. Now, have you followed the the reunion? Yes, yes, I downloaded it. I got it on video. Have you seen it? Uh-uh. Was yeah. it good? Yeah, it was actually really good. They looked just like the Libertines, but Pete Doherty was kind of fat, so it meant he wasn't high. Huh. Eh, good for him. S- skinny you Pete. can't win them all. Skinny Pete's on the crack. Not, uh, not as high, but still as talented, because sometimes you, know, you fall off when you're off the, off the sauce, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, he wasn't like spinning around like a crackhead. Like it's kind of funny, like lots of. <laughs> but rocks. isn't that entertaining? You know, isn't, oh, that, no, what, isn't that what you want to see? You know? The yeah. friend who uh, got me into the Libertines actually lived in England for a year and went and saw Baby Shambles. Nice. Oh, okay. Didn't like it. He didn't like it. Was bored. Said it just wasn't a wasn't a fun time. But we both went and saw Dirty Pretty Things and went nuts. It was a great show. Oh, I, I bet. I, I actually I slightly like the Baby Shambles a bit more, but I, I like Dirty Pretty Things. Yeah. Wow. But um. Yeah, the funny thing is lots of rock stars, they have different moves. Like, uh, you know, you have Steven Tyler, he's doing these kind of bluesy, like I'm fucking acting like a rock star. He's mm-hmm. doing a rock star impersonation, right. essentially. And you have Mick Jagger, and he does like chicken walk shit. Pete Doherty has the greatest move I've never seen, which is like the, the counterclockwise crackhead spin. Where he'll stand up to a microphone and then, for no reason at all, just kind of twist around and look like like there's someone approaching him, ready to stab him. Right. And he'll flip around, then he'll go back to the microphone. You know, like he'll look confused for a bit. He'll he'll make a couple of dollars begging change from somebody on one false swoop, come back and then deliver the line. And no, wow. it's a good look yeah. for him. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a nice move. Uh, AJ also um, now that we're recording this show here, uh, I can I can get a little in, into something. Uh, AJ was. An intern at ninety-seven point fun mm-hmm. KLSX back when I uh, was working there. You were the first person I met. You were the first, per- and I was the intern wrangler. Yes, there I was the guy in charge of you know teaching the interns about the ropes of the radio industry and kind of making sure they came in and kind of did some work and were cool. And uh, AJ, I, w- I want you to if you could rate me as somewhat, I guess, of a supervisor in some way. Uh, you were good. You oh, know, you good. said this is uh, this is the prizes. Here are the envelopes, and here are the addresses you need to mail said prizes to. And uh, see me in two hours. Now, did you have an employment before this? Had you had at a, a radio before? station? No, no, just oh. employment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked. Okay. Um, while I was doing that, I was working at a car dealership oh, uh, nice. out in San Bernardino, washing cars. Oh wow! Yeah, and I then I was um, gonna be selling cars, but all right. Watch and before car. that, I was working at a Vons. Okay, so that was kind so, of. So I'm just saying, Todd was not the first supervisor you've ever had. No, no, no. And no. I did, I did other internships before uh, CBS. I worked at a. Uh, you're probably familiar with it, Filter Magazine. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. I uh, worked in the promotions department under an internship, and then I did uh, college radio for a college I didn't attend. Oh uh, yeah. Eighty eighty. 8.7 KSPC in uh, Claremont, California. Oh, wow. Oh, the wow. space. Filter. I had a friend named Alex that worked at Filter. Really spunky Hispanic guy. Real cool. Real cool. I, I, I'm not 100% sure on all the spunky Hispanics that were there, but uh, I'm sure I might have ran through them. Jesus. This one was one of the spunkiest. <laughs> I, a bit uh, spicy, I think yeah. I would say. Um, what, one more thing I want to get to before we get to the meat and potatoes of our uh, listener mail show here is uh, tonight... I was just watching the Golden Globe Awards. Oh yes. What uh, what were they at so far? And uh, huh? What were they at? Winners? I think they all won. <laughs> I mean, well, they, they had gone through all of it. Every, everybody, all the awards had been given. Oh up. okay. There weren't any left on the table. It wasn't like um, like um, IKEA when after you put something together and there's like a couple screws left 
And you're like, shit, did I forget to put, put that in? I, I think I missed. There Where's weren't any go? extra Golden Globes lying about. But uh, I was watching that, and I was thinking to myself, because you, know, you always do this, you go, what if I won a Golden Globe or an Oscar? Like, what would I say? Who would you thank, yes. Who would I thank? No, no. Fuck, thank you. Oh. No. <laughs> you're going on a tear on this one, huh? <laughs> going on a tear, and I thought, I'd like to say the most liberal thing possible. Like, I'd like to say something that, like, Bill O'Reilly the next day and, like, Dennis Prager, who are we going... Because they always go, okay, uh, Monday's show is going to be whatever crazy liberal shit. You'd be a pinhead or patriot, like, yeah, right I'm at the end? Yeah. Going straight for pinhead. Just right. just to say something just to out-liberal everyone in the room. Like, just Give for, an example. For fun. Like, uh, maybe maybe my speech would be on reparations. Like, I'd win. I'd go, like, to thank uh, the Academy, but um, the original sin of America is the sin of slavery. <laughs> 20% of this Golden Globe is going to go towards the blacks right. for your it, reparations. Exactly. You're going to shave off a little bit of the top for them. Right. This, the, the globe part, the circular part that looks like uh, that place in Queens where the Beastie Boys took like the back of the license uh-huh. to ill photo, right. uh, that part goes to the black community. You're going to actually take the globe off and toss it to Don Cheadle. <laughs> right. You're so going to just give awesome. it to him. I don't think Don Cheadle was there tonight, though. Oh, okay. Morgan Freeman was possibly in there. You're going to chuck it to Morgan and say, Morgan, this is for your people. Divide it up evenly. This is for you. Yeah. And and then I'm going to go even deeper than that. And then I'm uh, going to talk about an obscure situation in a country no one's heard about. And and I'm going to be like, uh, and I'm going to say it in the appropriate accent. So like, you know, like the newscaster does a Hispanic name, the really over the top thing, or like people who are really pretentious about Bach say Bach. I'm going to say, in Quebec. We're having some major troubles in Quebec, Montreal. So yeah, that that that's what I was thinking. Well, I, uh, you you, I'm go, sorry, I'm go sorry, go interject, ahead. Todd. You always have to interject the race card. It doesn't matter what it is, no matter what speech you're going. It, uh, I know it had something to do with race, but uh, I just didn't imagine you'd be throwing stuff at uh, Morgan Freeman. See, I would go the rap star way. Oh, I would oh. go. You do three thank yous over and over again. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> black guy's name from the hood. All right. Uh, Jewish guy who works for you. Oh, I love. So that. I'd come out and say, well, first of all, first of all, I'd like to thank Jesus Christ. And then Dub C couldn't have got here without Dub C. He did a bid for me, kept me out of jail. And then Tommy Leibowitz, right. my agent Tommy Leibowitz, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'd like to thank uh, little Mofo, little Mofo. That's my guy right there. And then uh, Harvey Weinblock. <laughs> Thanks for being my PR rep. Or Jerry Heller. In the case of yeah. NWA, they had. Uh... And thank Jesus Christ and good night. <laughs> Oh, and my mom. Right, right, right. Nothing beats a good J-bomb also. But I, th- I feel like if I'm doing the liberal rant, I can't drop a good old-fashioned J-bomb in there. Well, you could do, I like to thank Jesus Christ, and uh, I, I, uh, we're fighting the war for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah, and then, then get out. Go, go Harvey Leibowitz. Yeah. But I do, I do also like the, the, the point where they do drop all of the agents, all the Jewish names at the end, where it's like, I like to think, you know, Harvey Weinstein, I like to think Shmuley Sternberg, mm-hmm. and then they go all the way down the line. Like, that's always near and dear to my heart. So, uh, without further ado, let's get to the listener mailbag. Let's do it. It's time for our listener mailbag. Your thoughts, your ideas, your criticism. Send them to show at caroutpodcast.com. So now, my- let's open your mail. Uh, my buddy Elliot. Nice. Yeah, he lives up the street. He's a good voice. Yeah, he has a pretty damn good voice. All right, so we got some listener mail back. We uh, asked our listeners to uh, uh, send in some shit. Did we get any, uh, you know, 
Scanly clad photos or any attachments? Anything good? Sadly, no. Come no. on, no, no. We did not. But uh, we got we got one from a, a listener. Uh, it says, uh, "Hey guys, big fan of the show." By the way, all the listener mailbag on the show is real. Nice. We don't make shit up real, on the listener mailbag. Real fake. <laughs> so, uh, hey guys, big fan of the show and really missing you guys on LBFM. Uh, the only problem is I have is that you guys are not on Stitcher, unlike every other podcast I listen to. Uh, this means. This means my lazy ass has to actually download and sync your show. I think we can kill the music at this point. That's funky, though. I can uh, actually download and sync your show. Uh, This is a pain in the ass when your computer's on the fritz and a bad pile of cat feces, some wiring, a 9-volt battery, and a CD would do a better job computing. He's working a little humor in here. Yeah, who's this guy? Uh, Loyal patron of the far-out regime, Roberto. Uh, P.S. Please pardon the inherent spelling and grammar errors. Oh, great grammar, grammar god. John was once known as that, as I'm trying to get used to iTouch keypad. So, he wanted to know about Stitcher. Gracias, Roberto. And uh, guess what? Uh, we are now on Stitcher. Sorry, I'm uh, searching through my prep here. Buck, you, but Buck, tell the audience about our Stitcher thing, because I haven't seen it. Well, I uh, downloaded the application in about, I think, two minutes it took. Wasn't long at all, yeah. And uh, basically has Two all... Two minutes is actually really long in this oh, modern Oh, Jesus, era. I'm sorry. 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My phone's on the fritz. You know that, Todd. But uh, yeah, it has basically all the uh, podcasts. I've been listening to quite a few Ricky Gervais shows on there. Yeah. yeah. Our show, of course. Uh, so uh, Stitcher gave us some copy. Now you can hear Far Out while on the go with Stitcher Radio. Stitcher is a free news and talk mobile application. The latest episode is always available for you. No syncing needed, no memory or storage wasted. Available for your iPhone, your Palm Pre, Android phones, or your BlackBerry. Downloading is easy. Go to Stitcher.com or check out the App Store for your individual mobile phone. Uh, You can go on our site right now, and on the right-hand side, uh, there's a big Stitcher uh, button. You can hit that Stitcher button, and then you can hear us wherever you want on the go. We did that for you people. So... Uh, check it out. No, let me ask you this, and it's going to make for horrible radio because yes. it's, it's not entertaining. I just want to know. How do you get on Stitcher? Do you just sign up and... You just email the people, and okay. then you fill out a form, and then they go yay or nay. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got yayed because our show's a, a wildly popular. Uh, B, I sent a junk shot. Nice. Along with it. That I took. Yeah. It was actually see. Buck's junk. I like... It I, was a- bu- Buck is my um, my junk doppelganger. Junk. You might be my in-life doppelganger, uh-huh. uh, AJ. He's your junk. Junk standard. When I was looking at junk when I first came in, I couldn't tell it apart. So <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. we figured it out. See? Yeah. He, he, Bucks has better hair. That's right. Well. Okay. Now now into some stuff. Uh, aside from promoting the show for the first 14 minutes. Uh, dear Far Out. Hey, guys. I'm in need of a little advice. I'm in high school, and I recently reconnected uh-huh. with a really good friend of mine from elementary middle school after a four-year hiatus. Oh, that's nice. Really appreciate that. There's a hyphen between four-year and hiatus. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I appreciate good grammar. Uh, I, I had a massive crush on her in elementary school, and talking to her all math class rekindled my feelings for her. Are there any signs to tell if a girl is into you? Here's some info that may or may not help. We don't drink or do drugs, but to quote Buck, we're not anti. And uh, we haven't really gone out with anyone else before. You guys are awesome. Keep it up, Alexander. So uh, a couple things to unpack in this. Yeah. To uh, use a savage love phrase. Uh, to, to unpack on this. First of all, the guy's in high school, mm-hmm. which uh, I don't know. I feel a little uncomfortable about high schoolers listening to our show because there's a lot of drug talk. There's a lot of really dirty sex talk. And like we do a lot of shit that... like. 
Like, if he was in, like, a ninth grader, it might be, like, almost, like... You don't want your kid listening to this. Yeah, you don't want your kid listening to this shit. No. I, I could I could, uh, I could, could deal with this, because for some reason, it just it got hot. Just thinking about the two high schoolers young and in love. Oh, look at this <laughs> oh, guy. Yeah. Look at this guy right here. So, I'm, I could dig into this. I'm saying... He's you got a, a stirring in the groin? <laughs> nah, not in the groin as much as in the heart. It's, it's oh, okay. A, it's stirring. He has, it's, yeah, he has a heart on. Yeah, I got a heart on for him. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He sounds intelligent. You know, like you said, good grammar and everything. It's not like, you know, he's some troglodyte. But here, you know, just listening to us. But. Here's the thing. And Alexander, if you're listening, you don't drink or do drugs, which is fine. I, I have a lot of friends who have never done drugs in their life. Uh, I don't know if I know anyone who's never drank or done drugs, but... But to be fair, he could be he he could be fourteen years old. True, but you're in high school. Or he could be Doogie, and be like, you know, <laughs> he could be seven. Yeah, exactly. He could be Doogie. You're in high school. You have zero game whatsoever. You have zero ability to understand the opposite sex. Yeah. It is going to take drinking and or drugs to figure this out. <laughs> That's true. That's true. There is no greater of a padding than drinking and or drugs to find out if a girl likes you, especially at a young age. Because when you guys are both hopped up, you're going to be able to make a move. And then, one, her inhibitions are low, so you have a much greater chance at her reciprocating that move. Or two, if she says no, you simply blame it on the booze and or it wasn't me the pot. right yeah, yeah i'm sorry me. baby i was just a little drunk <laughs> yeah no it's a great defense yeah. for, for drinking especially in high school because get as you're young now and you're in high school your parents are still taking care of you right so there's not going to be a problem if there is a problem they get mad at you you quit you're done it's not like after high school after college you really got to start worrying about your own drug problem you know, you you would make a good guidance counselor. Like in the high school, school could worry about your drug problem. Your yeah, parents the can school worry about your drug worry, problem. Yeah, don't worry. You, you need to worry about getting laid. And it's going to be Dear. a lot easier to do that while high and or intoxicated. Yeah. I'm sorry. I tried to touch a titty. I was just a little drunk. <laughs> See? Yeah. I'm telling you. Well, I'm going to I'm going to go with because this man is not consuming these chemicals and uh, these things do not add up to I'm I'm going clear conscious on this one. I'm going to sleep well tonight and say, "Hey kid, it's it's good that you're not uh, doing drugs or alcohol. Look look what happened to me. I did a lot of drugs and a lot of alcohol and and you I, own a home. I have a nice and house. And a fiance. And, a nice and you're, you're gatefully employed. And uh, I have a really <laughs> popular podcast. And All right. See, Alexander, you have nothing to worry about. And I'm balding. But I would say this. The, the thing is, one, one of the great things you know, about you know, when you're dealing with women and trying to figure out if they like you, a friend of mine gave me some great advice one time, and he said, anything positive is a positive. Because a chick is going to, if she doesn't want you sexually or she's not interested in that kind of relationship, they will make it known. And you must read those signals and look for those signals because there, there are some catchphrases. There are things that they will use in order to say, hey, you know, if she talks about another guy she's into, she says, oh, you know, I'm really into dude from Twilight, the guy with the abs or like the... Uh, I don't know the weird the guy. Wolf guy. Uh, the wolf guy, yeah, <laughs> the wolf guy, or the uh, English guy, or whatever, um, the pale guy, the pale guy, or the wolf guy, or if she's talking about another guy, boy in your math class, if she's talking about her gym teacher, right, or if she's talking about the the way the guy across the street when he exposed himself to her, how it kind of turned her on, 
You know, there are many different ways. If she's talking about other people. Uh, B, look for nonverbal immediacy. If when she's talking to you, she kind of puts her hand on your, your thigh or puts her arm around you. If she feels close. Also, the adjustment of the hair. If you're talking to her and she kind of pulls her hair back or she does these kind of animalistic kind of preening exercises, mm. that those are ways in which women can... That's some subconscious shit, yeah. Also, tell her bad jokes. If she overlaughs at a bad joke, if you're like, oh, yeah, so uh, a 10-inch uh, pianist walked into a bar or whatever, and then it's a terrible joke, and then she completely starts laughing too much to it, that means she's into you. You know you're in. Yeah. Buck, how do you know when, a, when, when bitches love you? Um, basically, if they're looking at me or if I talk <laughs> back to them, that's, that's a good go for me. Yeah. All they have to do is look at that's you. That's all it is, yeah. And then you're sprung. Hey, man. Well, it, it gives me an in, you know? They looked, that's an in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they, they just looked they, at they you. They glanced over, right, exactly. I'm going in for the kill now. That seems to be something. You made the wrong move by looking at me. You know, that was a, that was a move. Maybe somebody that was really horrific looking might drop that one. Like, <laughs> she actually looked at me. She yeah. remembered my name. Yeah. Right, right. Buck's she, not hard to remember. She didn't spell it right, <laughs> but she tried. Exactly. Well, that's why uh, Buck is not my, you know. Christian name. Exactly. So, had to come up with something else, you know. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, th- I think those are good clues to figure out. Also, one thing I always realized, whenever a woman said this to me, it, it meant I was going to get some. If she goes, Todd, you're going to get some? <clears throat> yeah, that yeah. was usually... Todd, I'm going to fling you some leg. <laughs> Todd, you're going to get some tonight. Uh, if, if the girl goes, who are you? Like, she's kind of taken aback. Hmm. Like, L- like you're a little too forward. Yeah, like, who do you think you are type of thing. Yeah. No, no, like, no? you just start talking, start spitting game, you and know, she, and she's like, spitting sick game. How many like, times has a girl said that to you, though? Once, and I got <laughs> laid, so it works 100% of the time. <laughs> it worked once. So, Alexander, <laughs> if this girl says, who are you? You say, I'm going to tell you who I am. <laughs> I'm going to show you who I am. And then you whip it out. Yeah. Yeah, always whip it out. Uh, but I think... Uh, no, hand a junk shot first. Oh, yeah, if, we, we've if, learned if that. If anything, yeah, if anything. Ask her if she likes trouser snakes. <laughs> that's a good and one. And if she would like to see a trouser snake. No, it's never been used, so no. that's a good one. And if that fails, the popcorn trick. Yo, carve <laughs> the hole yes. in the bottom of the that's popcorn. Awesome. Yes. The first time I heard of that was calling one of those uh, 1-800 lines. And it was like a whole scenario was spelled out for What? Me. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So, one, one, wait, wait, you were calling, wait, wait, wait. So you were this, calling a porn line? Yeah, this, well... It, this was me, my brother. I love uh, that. Yeah, like well, you guys never have what? You never called those back. This was eighties, man. You know, like no, way I used to call them from day. KLSX. We used to call them and and then hang we up. were, you know, it was yeah. three in the eighties, huh? I was three in the eighties. I'm sorry, my friend. I just met you. I don't know, but anyway, you know, just hanging out, guys at at uh, I think uh, Carlton's house. That was the kid's name, Carlton, and his dad was pretty pissed <laughs> off at the bill. I think because even back in the day, remember you used to have like one eight hundred numbers for everything back. Yeah, in the I day. know nine seven six. Not exactly nine seven six. Not it even sounds dirty. <laughs> nine seven six. You know, so, put a nine seven six on that ass. That's right, man. So I'm trying to picture what's happening here. We've got like, um, we've got like Buck on one phone in like the kitchen. No, no, yeah, and, and exactly. Like, yeah. Your buddy on the other phone in your We're, mom's. We room. just wanted to hear what it would sound like, you know. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to know what it would sound like. I just want to know. <laughs> so, what call of a porno? You've never done it. No, nope. never done it. Wow. No. Well, see, we can't. We can't have that opportunity now because 
unfortunately, it's not there anymore. Oh, I mean, yeah, it is. Can. Oh, is yeah. It? You still can see still those commercials. You, wait. Con- oh, that's right. Can you ba- Skype Back one? in LA Weekly and stuff like that. Can you Skype a porno? Dude, that would be awesome to do a porno line on the show. Hey, I see the porno hey. texting. You can you can sext for like like a dollar a text. Why would you want to do that? I don't know. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> I'm taking off my pants. We can seriously. We have technology. We can call one of these lines right now. It won't. It won't be on my phone. It'll be on this guy's phone. I don't know if you can do it from a cell phone. He, huh? I think you got to do it from a landline. That, really? And you got to put in a credit card. Uh, see, that's a, that's a, mm. before they was dropping before that. before it was all landlines and they would just charge her. Yeah. Or now, yeah, yeah. now I think we can uh, we can safely say we we understand what it's going to be like. Yeah, I called like the Psychic Friends <laughs> Network or whatever once. Um, and Miss Cleo. It wasn't. It was pre-Miss Cleo, but it was funny. It was this like old Jewish guy on the phone who was like, "So how you doing?" <laughs> it's like, oh, "I'm doing good. I'm doing shalom, my friend. <laughs> always do your homework. That's hey, what I Todd. always tell people." How do you know it was Todd? <laughs> right. <laughs> You're freaking me out, man. And caller ID. I don't know why I called right. that. I just got bored. So your guys' advice to Alexander was good. Mine is call a porno line because then you you learn shit. You know. About um, women? Yeah, I'm just bringing it full circle. I, I, I don't know I'm, if that's true. I'm just bringing oh, it full circle. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. The women are too easy on the porn line. Yeah. You don't get rejected. Now, what? if you got rejected by a chick on the on the porn line, you have a really bad game. Oh, but see, that's the thing. Oh, no, you I'm didn't. S- <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm leaving out. It was a recording. It wasn't like it was a live person back in the day. Back, back in the day, it wasn't it wasn't a live person. Uh, this is the this is the '80s, my friend, where it just had like you just a tape listen rec- to tape recording. Yes, it was a tape recorded thing. Oh, D- didn't you call no. like the nine seven six stuff back in the day? That's no, why I look shocked because <laughs> I've never done this. Now, is it like this? Like, if you have a foot fetish, press two. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Then you press two, and it's like, oh, touch my. I did feet. a lot of time on the phone. I I crank called a lot. You never went through that phase? Touch huh? my coins. I did the prank calling. I yeah. never did the uh, the sex lines. The sex lines? No. We used to do the eight pound balls call to the uh, <laughs> <laughs> bowling alley. The gorilla. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Next. All right. Sorry, yeah. Alexander. We gave you bad advice. This one is uh, very, very wordy. Someone send Todd new headphones. I know. Seriously. <laughs> okay. Here's the rule in podcast land. When my headphones fall off my head, you guys got to vamp a bit. <laughs> you don't just stare uh, at me. Well, no, no. It, this is like the fourth time in this one show, so we get to, you know. At, the second oh, or third good. time, we were yeah, good, yeah. but like the fourth time, it's on now you. Now I just look at it It's on you, why. man. It's on you. We're not filler. All right, so uh, we're going to come back to the uh, <laughs> next one. This uh, beer was sponsored by Height Brewery. I had an odd social situation at work the other day. I'm hoping you guys can shed some light on it. Uh, the company I work for recently hired a young kid fresh out of university to train in our sales department. Fresh out of university? Was this England? What third world country did this come from? <laughs> fresh they out of university. They hired from university. <laughs> Damn college boy. We uh, had a social situation the other no, day. No, 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 Todd. No, you no. said it was a long email. Yeah, no, Sorry. you can't keep that up. <laughs> Not for that old. Oh. I'm gonna do the over-the-top racist voice here. <clears throat> uh, a, a few weeks into his tenure, I was joking around with him and a few other salespeople in our office, and I referred to him casually as Hipster Nathan. Apparently, this was some sort of personal attack, as he replied with a thinly veiled nerd rage that he was not, in fact, a hipster, and his name was Nathaniel, not Nathan. His manner of dress and things he said about his life led me to believe that 
he was likely the social group he most identified with, but maybe my hipster radar is poor. What I thought would have been an interesting topic of conversation about lifestyles ended up being a water cooler bomb. He stormed away in self-absorbed rage, and, uh, in the self-absorbed rage, only a 22-year-old wearing a tight vest could muster. <laughs> I have a dilemma. Here in Vancouver, we have a lot of people that are best described as dirty urban hippies. Uh, picture hemp culture meets hobo meets sixties or meets nineties grunge look. You'll see ten of them standing around all afternoon in a downtown Starbucks, speeding on. This guy's got some rage, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the guy, the hipster guy, is talking about his cruiser bicycle um, while carrying on with his performance piece of personal style. He uh, indignantly maintains he's not a hipster. Given that I'm a grown ass man. Which is good. He's He's obviously is in the show, show. using some show words. Grown-ass man of 34 with priorities other than cultivating creative facial hair. I know I'm out of touch with his demographic. I remain confused about how easy to classify the social strata of kids these days. Here's my challenge to you. Ah. Being that it sounds like you're all native Los Angelinos, and LA seems to be the epicenter of all things hipster, I think you're uniquely qualified to come with some clear definitions of the lifestyle. It's high time for a top 10 list of things you must do. Okay. So basically, the guy wants to know um, uh, what a hipster is and whether he can define this guy as a hipster. Can I say something? Uh, And then he ends with a... uh, Can I say something? Failed attack on my former show. The hipster guy. (laughs) The hipster guy sounds uh, a lot cooler than this dork. Yeah? This guy sounds like a dork. Well, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm smelling dork on this one. No, uh, actually, oh, sorry. But by the way, the guy's name is uh, Dustin in BC, yeah, uh, British Columbia. That's why he said university. Is that Canada. <laughs> British Columbia. That's Canada. Uh, what know. is that? Canada. I don't know. Yes, yes. British Columbia okay. is. Canada. All right. <laughs> no, it's actually Columbia. Like, oh. the, like the cocaine place. Nice. But it's where the English people live. He's in Columbia. He's the British colony of Columbia. I like Hello. It. It's a nice part of it, you know. A little bit of Charlie, <laughs> some Moriscos, Tombian. A little, little toot. But, uh, you know, I think this guy, uh, he has a good point because I know at the age of 34, it's a, because I'm turning 34, it's a big difference than if you're 22. If you're 22, you have a whole different set of priorities and you marching around in your hipster garb is like, cool. But when you're 34, it's like, uh, really? Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's just kind of exhausting <laughs> at that point. Well, here's my take on it because I have I, one of my closest friends uh, lives up in Oakland, and he, I guess, is a hipster. But is he a Raider fan? Uh, I, I would assume only to be ironic, like <laughs> like a good old-fashioned hipster. Uh, no, um, but here's my problem with hipsters. One, I don't think any of them would ever identify themselves as them. It's like the N-word yeah. of people who were flannel. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly the point. It's like if you ever ask somebody who's goth, you're like, dude, you're so goth. They're like, I'm not goth at all. What the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> like they actually look goth. Right. No hipster ever self-identifies as a hipster. And they're like the mafia. They only kill their own. <laughs> they hate other hipsters for yeah, being hipsters. And here's the thing. Like, at the end of the day, they got cool shit. Like, yeah. you know, I like Silver Lake. I was there getting drunk last night. Silver Lake's got some really cool bars. Uh, the architecture of the homes of the apartment buildings is amazing. Uh, the lake and the parks is fun to hang out in. And, you know, if you go up on the hill, you got some great views of L.A. That's why I like Silver Lake. But it is a hipster place. It yeah. is a hipster place. Yeah. I don't like it because there's hipster people there. <laughs> right. I, but, I, but then again, I like the same stuff they like. Right. right. You know, I like the same type of music. I like the same type of bars. But I am as far... Physically, from a hipster, and probably mentally too. 
But you probably like, you probably, like like myself, I probably like everything the average hipster does. Like, I, I will sit down and I will have a 20-minute conversation about a David Lynch film or uh, Morrissey. No, you, that you sounds know? super pretentious. I would never do that. <laughs> well, is that pretentious? It sounds kind of... But it's not. Like, I actually like that shit, but I'm not trying to like... I'm not trying to say I like it because it's cool. It's just kind of like shit I dig. No, 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 I agree. I, there's, there's The hipster stuff- does it because it's cool and projects an image of smugness about his... Love of Morrissey and David Lynch. All right, let me give you an example. Okay, I would say you like that because that's what you're into. I feel like someone who truly would be classified as a hipster likes that because that's what they're supposed to like. Right, right. because it fits with the social identity of being a hipster. But I don't think anyone would ever agree with that. And for the most part, I don't think any of them would ever truly believe that. Right. I was in a bar in downtown, in Tokyo, little Tokyo. Oh, yeah. A German, weird German bar. Oh. It had a German name. I don't think that's kind of redundant. German weird, bar, weird, weird German, German bar. <laughs> so humorless German bar. No, but it wasn't. It you know they had uh, they had a DJ going, and they served hot dogs, hot dogs and sausages. That's all they had in French fries, and it was very. AJ, do you like the sauerkraut? No, 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 no. And see, it wasn't like that. It was all hipsters. It was very upscale. Tons of like frou frou beer. Oh, and. They also had Pabst. Dude, I got, of in course. Line, I got in line to go to that place recently, and the line was too long, so we ended up not going. Is it Watchshaw? Does that it's, mean, right, it's right watch. by the metro station. Does, it's right off the of 5, like on 3rd Street. Yeah. It, right mean, around there. Yeah, it's by it, the gold line. Yeah, so I'm sitting here going, this is a cool bar. This is fun. I like, like the food here. I like the beer. And then I thought, but this is a hipster bar. Right. When right. you have high-end microbrew beers plus Pabst, and, and I, honestly, I feel like they go, hey, let's go to that place that serves hot dogs because it's funny they serve hot dogs. Right, right, right. right. And that, that's, to me, not cool. But at the same time, it's like, but I like this bar. I like these hot dogs. I like their beer. Like, like I'll give you Pat for example. It's cheap, shitty beer. I like cheap, shitty beer. I like yeah. Paps. I like Miller Lite. <laughs> me too. Coors Light, Corona. Just, I don't like... Heffenweisen's at Blue Moon and Sierra Nevada's that much. I don't like shit that you got to taste because <laughs> I like to have a lot of beer because I'm a, I'm a drunk. And so if I got to plow through nine beers that have a lot of taste in them, that's just sensory overload. But I'll never buy a case of Paps because it was the che- it was funny that it was the cheapest beer. Right. I buy it because it is cheap beer, and I like cheap beer. Right, huh. right. Now, see, the difference is because the hipster is somebody who does something... Without any point of doing, like, okay, hippies, they have a, they have a thing, right? They're like, they're like, fuck war, you know, we're really into like equal rights, and like hippies, there's an ethos kind of to hippieism, right? If you're a punk rocker, you're like, fuck the man, mm-hmm. you know, burn down this world, anarchy, like, there's an ethos to it. If you're a raver, you're like, I like to take drugs and giving people hugs and uh, dressing like a prick. You know what I'm saying? You've got your own. You've got your own shit. You got your niche. The hipster, and now, and all of these things are kind of cool. All these different social identities. The hipster is just cool for the sake of being cool. Like, there's nothing deeper than that. Besides, like, I, you know, a pretentiousness, or you know, or a love of irony. Which many times, a love of irony is just end up being petty bourgeoisie middle class people making fun of working class people by adopting the same identities. Like, I'm gonna look like a working man. I'm gonna wear a John Deere hat. Like, I'm gonna do stuff that basically makes fun of. Yeah, I don't people. get the funny because it's ironic. Uh, I don't get the uh, the yeah the the shirt. You know, I'm wearing a band shirt that I would never like, so it's funny. Yeah. 
I wear clothes that fit and are comfortable and look nice. I don't. <laughs> no, no, actually, right now you're wearing a very short leather leather jacket. So yeah, yeah, that yeah. Is, no, that I'm wearing very that tight, tight legged jeans yes. and uh, have a pack of cigarettes in my breast pocket. American spirits. Uh, no, but oh my god, talk about a shitty cigarette to smoke, by the way. I don't. Oh, my god. <laughs> oh wow! Hey, look, look. As okay, he pulled out okay, the American seriously, spirits. Hold on. I went from uh, maybe almost a pack a day, which I'm not proud of. Sure, uh, smoking Marlboros. And I don't know. Maybe it's the mellow taste, or maybe it's the hundred percent addictive free bullshit thing that no, they it's write not on addictive the front. Free, it's I know, additive that, free. That they what? Hey, it has an A and a E at the end. Addictive, additive, whatever. But yeah, I'm I'm smoking a lot less. Is what I'm saying. Right? Oh, that's good. I'm feeling that's a good. lot better. Yeah. Well, that's good then. It's but good. Not let's smoke. all smoke one together. No, no, come on. <laughs> let's all smoke an American spirit. But uh, well, you know, I quit smoking. But let the peace and, be. And I room. don't smoke, so it's gonna be. Uh, it's just gonna be you. <laughs> it's the yellow pack too, by the way. It's the horrible yellow pack. By the way, Alexander, the high schooler, <laughs> let you know that Buck Perez is endorsing his favorite band of uh, cigarettes. Uh huh. Yeah, no problem. And and they make him cooler. <laughs> And run faster and jump higher. <laughs> so that's why you should all pick up some American spirits. Please do. They cost more for some reason. I have no idea why. How it's much is a pack of cigarettes? Jesus. It's almost seven six bucks. bucks. No, it's seven. If you go six bucks, yeah, in the, in the ghetto. In the ghetto. But, uh, when you're paying for the premium American spirits, it's like seven bucks. But yeah, Marlboro's and stuff like that, it's like six. All right. Well, final thoughts uh, on the hipster topic on mm-hmm. how he, if this guy, yay or nay, uh, AJ, give me a, what's a definitive way that someone could say that this guy is a hipster and we can prove Dustin British Columbia correct? I honestly can't think of specific things, but at the end of the day, if this guy's a dick and this guy's pretentious and he seems fake, he's probably a hipster. Good and, point. But but don't think of it as he's a hipster. Just think of it as he's a dick you don't want to hang out with. Yeah, exactly. I, I like that. I like that. Just, yeah. just, he's just a fucking dick. He's I, just a dick. I just think the guy that's writing the letters a little too into clarifying people like hipster and things like that. He sounds like a dork himself, so fuck him. Well, I, I, th- I think my point is if someone is a hipster and acting like a complete fucking hipster, fucking own up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, show your cards. Cards face up. Hey, I'm cards face up in my life. You know what? I live in goddamn Lakewood and have a fucking house in the suburbs and fuck it. I'm kind of teetering on yuppie. All right? Sure. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not. No. Yeah. But if someone said, Todd, are you a yuppie? No. No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. You're getting domesticated, though, so it's, you know. Oh, man. You guys been to Crate and Barrel recently? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, no. No? Yeah, no, not at all. Come on, I live in West Hollywood, an apartment by myself. Of course I've gotten Crate and Barrel. <laughs> oh, AJ. I, oh, I, oh, I'm so gay for home stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's embarrassing, but, like, uh, like for, I, all I do now is look at furniture and look at stuff online and look at how I want to paint my apartment. This is for real? Well, you like oh, yeah. Nice, AJ for... likes nice things, dude. Look at AJ's watch. Oh, yeah. I'm not AJ saying, has a watch he, finish. Well, I'm, I'm I do. Say, wait, wait. Could you pull up your sleeve on the uh, leather jacket, please? <laughs> there, there we go. Thank you. Oh, jeez. Oh, that is a... But, um... It's a bowl. No, I mean, I don't like... It's not that nice things. I just... I have, I have no furniture. I mean, I have my dining room that has absolutely zero in it. <laughs> so, I, uh, I, I look at furniture. I like... I like Z Gallery and Crate and Barrel. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's well, nice to fantasize. Uh, in the end, I'm going to say to our listener, uh, if this guy's kind of a pretentious douchebag, then that probably makes him a hipster. I have friends that I would probably call hipsters, and me myself probably 
just got done with being a hipster. And so it's not necessarily an intently terrible reason, uh, a terrible thing to be. But once again, if the guy's a douchebag, he's a douchebag. So we're going to end the show with uh, a mantra. Because I believe right. that, you know, like in Eastern religions, there's a mantra. And it's something you should, uh, you know, mull around in your head. Something you should think about. Something that's going to give you clarity. Yeah. Something that's going to give you light. Something that's going to give you closer on the road to enlightenment. Because on the Far Out podcast, we're not just about making dick jokes. We're about making this world a better place. So I'm going to play a mantra that everybody, kind of like a benediction in church at the end. You get your little blessing. Like, here's what you need to think about during the week. Come back on Sunday. So uh, come back to the next show. But here's we're going to have a little, just a little, little mantra for you guys. All right. Do we have to say it? I'm going to play it. Pooty Tang don't water tie to the shame of cow. Because that's the Kama Kama Leap of Shai. Everybody got that? Nice. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm sure we've, we've had to discuss this before. No. But I'm so glad you like Pootie Tang. Dude, Pootie Tang is one of the funniest fucking oh, movies in I history. love, love Pootie Tang. And I I have, I, I know about two other people in my life that back me up on how great Pootie Tang is. And everyone else talks about how horrible of a no. movie it is. No, Pootie Tang is fucking like the guy Pootie Tang Lance Carruthers or whatever his name is. Yeah, everything uh, he utters and every look on his face is just fucking priceless. Even, even the kid that plays Pootie Tang. Remember the kid that's on the street corner and, 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 the chi- and the chick's like throwing his stuff out the window. Right. Like, damn you, Pootie! Damn you! Oh God, I gotta get Pootie Tang because I love that movie. Oh, I, have a, I downloaded it the other day, and I've been. Uh, watching, it's it's so funny. It's all our listeners, but once again, when when life gets you down, or you know, you're you're, you're thinking this week about taking shit up to the next level. <laughs> here, here's once again the mantra. Oh wait, what a nope. top. Yeah, that's next. That's next week. That's next week. That's week. next Pootie Tang drops. Let's just play them all. Pootie Tang don't water tie to the shame of cow. Because that's the Kama Kama Leap of Shai. Sarate. I also feel that's good if your bitch is giving you trouble. Uh-huh. <laughs> just drive a little Sai. Water tie Sarate. Sarate. So I'd like to thank AJ Gordon for coming out thank and uh, coming on the show. Oh, wait, by the way, uh, I know we're doing this at the end. Uh, anything to plug, AJ? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be here for the next couple shows, but yeah, anything to plug that's going on? This Saturday, uh, January 22nd, yes. I will be performing stand-up comedy at the world-famous uh, Comedy Store. That's very big. That's, the, that's uh, huge in LA. It's like yeah. Richard Pryor fucking played that. Yeah, yeah, No, No, it's a, it's a cool place to play. It's in the Belly Room, which is the smaller of the two. Uh, it fits like, I don't know, like 100 people, and tickets are $10 with a two-drink minimum, and it's 21 and over. So uh, if you'd like to go, feel free to uh, definitely stop by Saturday at 8. All right, that's AJ. Gordon's going to be performing there. So uh, good time. So we'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. That's Buck Perez and AJ Gordon. And uh, we'll see you soon. Down in Albion, they're black and blue. But we don't talk about that. Are you from round here? How do you do? I'd like to talk about that. Talk over gin and tea cups, leaves on the lawn, violence at bus stops, and a pelican girl with eyes below. Oh, gin and tea cups, leaves on the lawn, violence in dog queues, and a pelican girl. Be-
Go to Bedtown, hold them 